You know, to just be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. <laughs> right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. And unfortunately, there are people like that. And he has lifted them up. He has given voice to their websites that used to only have 11,000 people, now have 11 million. He tweets and retweets. They're offensive, hateful, mean-spirited rhetoric. Now, some of those folks, they are irredeemable, but thankfully they are not America. All I can say at this point in time is one word, wow. My name is Brian Dobson, and this is the third episode of The Deplorables. It's always fun getting into a debate with a liberal on Twitter regarding the history of the KKK. They get so mad so fast. He called me a racist, illiterate, and at the end of it all, of it all I said, was have a happy life, bye. Wonder if he got pissed him off more. Okay, if he wasn't so indoctrinated, it would be funny, but in reality, it's sad. I'm sorry for the ignorance people around him have taught him. Let me explain how this began. He made a comment how the Republicans were the KKK by spelling it R-E-P-U-B-I-L-I-K-K-K-A-N-S. Naturally, being a history buff, I had to reply. Remember, I covered the KKK in my first episode. If you haven't heard it, give it a listen. My response to him was simply, the KKK was formed by Democrats. That said, he proceeded to try and school me on history, mistake number one. And he goes on how Republicans are the ones who are, ag who are, against, taking down, who are against taking down Confederate statues and waving the rebel flag. My response? Antifa and BLM are the ones taking down statues of Lincoln and Grant, two men who fought to end slavery. He was still adamant about Republicans being racist, so I quoted Lyndon Johnson and a few other Democrats. One in particular made me laugh so hard. And he said, all the quotes were made up by me and I was a racist, blah, blah, blah. This went on for a good 20 minutes, ending with me saying, have a happy life, bye. Not once was I mean-spirited. If anything, I was hoping I'd get through to him. But alas, apparently he wasn't done yet. But before I can read his final tweet, he was placed in Twitter jail. I didn't report him to Twitter, but somebody did. Maybe he was yet another liberal who wished I'd die a painful death from COVID. Something I wouldn't wish on anybody. And now on to another bit of insanity, Michigan's 5th District, which includes Detroit. As of the time I recorded this was represented by Democrat Cynthia Johnson, who was stripped of her committee membership in a Michigan house for posting this on her Facebook account. So this is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. I love y'all. Bye-bye. 
And keep in mind, this isn't the first time that Mrs. Johnson, Ms. Johnson has been in hot water with her colleagues. Listen to her ask Rudy Giuliani if he considers himself and Trump as honest men in front of the entire committee. Mr. Giuliani. Hi again. Hello. Do you think that both you and the president are honest men? Do I really have to answer that question? Um, yes. Representative C.A. Johnson. <laughs> Representative, I'm not answer it. Are, are, Representative, are you do you have a point of order? Uh, are you, are I'm you? asking the question. Representative, I'm not asking gonna, the question. We, we are, question. Do you consider to the yourself election. Mr. Representative, Representative, you're out of order. Out of order. Representative, you're out of order. Representative, if you want to ask a question about the election, you can ask the question. But that is not about the election. So, um, do you have a question about the election, Representative? I can't because this is a, a, a show. No, I, I, I just can't. According to Johnson, her video on Facebook was in response to threats where she needs to be lynched. I, for one, don't condone lynching on any fashion. But it does not warrant an attack by her, such as stated in the video. People are calling for her to be arrested and thrown in jail for inciting domestic terrorism. At the very least, she should be recalled and booted out of office. You can follow me on Twitter at bdobson67 or at parlor at bkdobson67. I don't have a Facebook page for the podcast, and I'm probably not going to. You can also find my podcast on anchor.fm and Spotify. The linker on anchor is anchor.fm slash Brian Dash Dobson 5. On Spotify, just do a search for the deplorables in the podcast section. It should have an icon of the Founding Fathers. Michigan Speaker of the House Lee Chatfield stripped Representative J Cynthia Johnson of her committee duties after Johnson threatened violence on Trump supporters in a viral video. Speaker Chatfield released a statement on Wednesday. Chatfield called Johnson's threats unacceptable and un American. He also stated that more disciplinary action may be taken pending an investigation from the proper authorities. House Speaker Lee Chatfield, a uh, Republican from Levering, and Speaker-elect Jason Wentworth, Republican of Clare, issued a joint news release Wednesday stating Johnson made threats in the video. At the end of a roughly three-minute video posted to Facebook, Johnson referenced law enforcement tracking down someone who made a threat against her before issuing what she called a warning. The last few seconds of the video have received considerable attention on social media and were specifically cited in the news. Released Wednesday from the Michigan Republican Party, but in the same video, Johnson also calls on supporters to hit him in their pocketbooks and thanks people for doing great, doing things right and in order. Johnson, who's black, received a litany of death threats and racist messages after she tried to question Rudy Giuliani during a recent legislative committee hearing. She's posted several voicemails to her Facebook page, including some calling for her to be lynched. Johnson did not immediately return a voicemail or email seeking comment. In addition to her position as a minority vice chair on the House Oversight Committee, Johnson served on the Agriculture and Families, Children's and Seniors Committees. Chatfield and Wentworth did not reference any specific comments in the video or identify what they deemed threatening from the video and as spokesman did not immediately respond to questions seeking clarification. Quote, threats to either Democrats or Republicans are unacceptable and un-American. 
they're even more unbecoming of an elected official. Representative Johnson has been removed from her committee assignments and we're looking into further disciplinary action as the proper authorities conduct their own investigations, unquote. Chatfield and Wentworth said in a joint statement. Quote, we've been consistent in our position on this. Violence and intimidation is never appropriate in politics. We have said that about threats against Governor Whitmer, Secretary of State Benson, and Representative Johnson herself and others. That applies to threats made toward public officials, and it also must apply when the threats come from public officials. Behavior like this will now be tolerated this term or next. Oh, but Johnson isn't done yet. She had this to say later. All you soldiers, soldiers of Christ, soldiers against racism, soldiers against misogyny, soldiers against domestic violence and domestic terrorism. Soldiers, rise. It's time for you to rise. Soldiers, soldiers for Christ. Hmm. Soldiers against racism. Soldiers against misogyny. Soldiers for black and brown people who are being mistreated. Rise. So, so this is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. I love y'all. Bye-bye. So Congress puts forth a COVID relief bill. Let me tell you some of what's in it. 85.5 million going to Cambodia, 134 million going to Burma, 1.3 billion with a B for Egypt, and 25 million for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan. Those four alone equal a little over $1.5 billion. There's a lot more than just that in it. But guess how much it will give you, the American people? $600. That's not a typo. 75 bucks a month. You guys have waited eight months for another COVID bill to come in. So basically, Congress thinks you're only worth $75 a month. So, 600 bucks. Of course, Trump vetoed it because rightfully so, 600 bucks is nowhere near enough. This year, our politicians have shut down the country intentionally delayed aid to Americans in order to hurt the President of the United States. And now that they're finally getting around to doing something, they put the American people last and their special interests, pet projects, and foreign nations first. And it's politicians on both sides of the aisle. Remarkably, only six Republican senators voted against this abomination of a bill. Nancy Pelosi, in office for 33 years, 
has never had a job outside of politics. She's never flipped a burger. She's never worked a nine-to-five. Never. Mitch McConnell in office for 36 years. Closest he's had to a nine-to-five job was in the Army Reserve in 1967, 52 years ago. Neither one of them know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck. Now I'm going to bring up something I haven't mentioned before, my political affiliation. Up until recently, I considered myself a Republican. However, as more and more representatives of the GOP are little more than Democrats with an R after their name, a new political party has risen up from the from those who, like myself, have had enough. I am a member of the new and growing Patriot Party. This party's goals are pretty straightforward. Conservative, constitutional adherence. Liberal website Second Nexus reported on our party. They said, and I quote, Trump supporters break from GOP to establish their own party, and people can't stop mocking the name. Despite Trump's pressure on GOP-led legislatures in swing states, every state in the union has certified their elections. Though Trump and his allies have contested the results numerous times through the courts, they've lost virtually every case, including twice in the conservative Supreme Court. Trump's campaign fantasy received its most devastating blow yet, the Electoral College, as expected, cast 306 electoral votes for Biden, well over the 270 required to take the White House. As a result, some of Trump's allies began acknowledging his defeat, including Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. In addition to McConnell's acknowledgement on the floor, Republican officials at the state and federal levels have pushed back against Trump's voter fraud claims. Fed up with what they see as a Republican establishment's failure to stand by Trump, a number of the president's supporters are abandoning the Republican Party to start a new one of their own. The name Patriot was largely mocked, since they claim the latest converts are working to undo the results of a democratic process that defines America. Others didn't hesitate to point out that the Patriot Party already existed, socialist and anti-fascist political group from the 1960s to 1980s. It's unclear whether Trump himself will support the initiative or not. Quote, unquote. Let me straighten them all out. That movement in the 60s and 80s was called the American Patriot Party. We are simply the Patriot Party. Second Nexus is an oh my property. Oh my LLC is co-owned by George and Brad Takai. You know, Mr. Sulu, no surprise, he's a liberal Democrat. At the national website, it is laid down. The Patriot Party is the party of ending corruption in American politics. The days of the GOP and DNC career politicians are over. We are taking our country back one vote at a time, and we need your help. We are an America at first, constitutional republic, party of the people. We believe in fiscal responsibility and term limits. We have built our party on the values that have made and will continue to make the United States the greatest nation in the world. We believe in the Bill of Rights, economic freedom, traditional values, and personal freedom. Also, we advocate for the non-interventist foreign policy, as well as restructuring trade deals, so as to benefit our nation's imports and exports. Last but not least, we have momentum for grassroots level of support as many individuals, myself included, are fed up entirely with career politicians 
and are ready to show the rhinos and the Democrats they're ready for a change. This is anything but socialism. Despite my growing distaste for both major parties, I still hold firm that Republican Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler must win re-election in Georgia. Here's what's at stake if they lose. If Joe Biden is sworn in as president, that gives Democrats control both houses of Congress as well as the White House. If the election is overturned and Trump stays in the White House, but the Georgia runoff goes to the Democrats, Trump will get nothing done. Let's go with the scariest of these scenarios. If Biden is inaugurated and both Democrats win Georgia runoff, Democrats will make good on their promises to pack the Supreme Court, angry because Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation tilted the court in favor of constitutional jurists. Democrats will offset this by creating more SCOTUS seats from the other and filling them with Marxist judges. They will eliminate the legislative filibuster. This means the only means by which a minority party has to affect policy will be neutralized. When this is done, everything from tax increase to gun registries will be pushed through effortlessly by Democrats. Speaking of guns, Joe Biden will make good on his verbatim campaign website language to ban most semi-auto rifles. For the ones not banned, you will require to pay a $200 tax stamp per newly classified NFA item firearm. A Democrat Senate plus House will give Joe Biden his wish list on tax increases. Prepare for your tax incre taxes to increase as you are forced under penalty to give the federal government more of your hard-earned dollars. So we can restore our nearly $1 billion in free money to the Communist Chinese placating World Health Organization. Most households will see their incomes reduced as a result. Other tax increases include doubling the capital gains tax by $800 billion in a new tax alone, which the Tax Foundation said would cost 700,000 jobs, according to their analysts of his tax plan. A family of four with 73,000 income will see a $2,000 tax increase. No one will be exempt from the tax increases. A GOP Senate would mean that Biden administration would lose the opportunity to cancel President Trump's regulatory rollbacks using the same procedural tool that the Republicans used effectively to wipe out Obama regulations. The upshot for Republicans would be that it would take Democrats months or years and torturous legal battles to roll back Trump administration actions that weaken climate and environmental mandates. It would be a setback for a Biden administration that would want to move along at light speed on climate change. At issue is a legislative tool known as the Congressional Review Act, or the CRA. This law allows both chambers of Congress to pass a joint resolution to end recently implemented regulations. Critically, CRA regulations require only a simple majority vote from the Senate. They can bypass the filibuster and come quickly to the floor. As of the time this podcast was created, 26 states have jumped on board with the Patriot Party. The states are as follows. Arizona, Arkansas, California, Connecticut, Florida, Idaho, Illinois, Iowa, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, 
Virginia, Washington State, and Wisconsin. If you'd like to learn more about the Patriot Party, please visit the national website at patriotmediacorps.wixsite.com slash patriotparty. And there's no spaces in there. And in case you're wondering how to spell Wixsite, it's W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com. And there you go. That takes you right to the site. Um, you can also locate most, if not all, Patriot Party accounts on Twitter if you use the hashtag Patriot Party. Pound Patriot Party. On top of that, or besides that, this is Brian Dobson. I will catch you all next time. And thank you for listening. And have a great 2001. Let's hope it's a hell of a lot better in 2020. And I'll catch you later. Bye.